Hi everybody, and welcome to the latest installment of the NSL's podcast. This is an installment that we didn't think we'd be doing today, but it's a reaction to what we've seen unfold, the events at Celtic Park, and it's came to light that the Eddie Howe deal has collapsed, talks have failed, and he's now come to Celtic Football Club. Now, many of us wanted Eddie Howe, we, we all this podcast certainly did want Eddie Howe, he was our number one choice, and to be honest with you guys, it's a bit disheartening that it's ended like this. We've seen so many conflicting reports of why it made a collapse. Some some people are saying it's due to transfer targets. The Celtic statement which came out said it's out with both their controls. So we don't know where it's coming from at the minute, but I'm sure we're going to give our own opinion on this as it is a kind of a, a sobering, sobering way to finish this whole Eddie Howe thing. The talks collapsed and we're never really probably going to know from both sides what happened in great detail. But what I'll do first before I pass it to you guys, I'll read out the statement the Celtic provided. So... The club statement is as follows. Following very positive and detailed discussions with Eddie Howe, with, with the belief that he would be an excellent candidate for the position of Celtic manager, we allowed time for the process given he'd previously made it clear he was not looking to return to management until this summer at the earliest. We can now confirm that Eddie will not be joining the club for reasons out with both his and Celtic's control. We wish Eddie success for the future. As part of the ongoing process, we have engaged with a number of candidates. We fully appreciate our fans will be seeking clarity on this, mo- on this matter, and we aim very shortly to announce the appointment of a manager with the quality and desire to take Celtic forward and bring further success to our supporters. Now, come to yourself, John, first. How you feeling? I'm fucking furious. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm je- I mean, it's been no secret that I've been a supporter of Eddie's. For the minute, his name was linked as well, and I'm sure there's many others. Uh, the, the the prospects excited me uh, and I, I've always just maintained the fact it wasn't a matter of if it was just a matter of when um, but the for that to come out the day he days like Friday evening just on the eve his potential imminent or what he's widely respect, uh, expected to be his imminent appointment just absolutely stinks there's something no right yeah that, I think that's the overwhelming, overwhelming reaction from the majority of Celtic fans, obviously you get the, the brigade coming out saying that, not the Green Brigade, but the brigade of Celtic fans who are like, oh, we didn't want Eddie Howe in the first place. That's nonsense. We all want Eddie Howe. He was the man we thought that would take the Celtic Football Club forward, uh, Francis. And to see it go the way it has at the moment, it's quite disheartening really because we heard nothing for months about anything. And the first bit of communication we get is to say it's not getting done. And as I said there at the start of the show, there's been... Like people saying it's due to the transfer targets, people saying it's this backroom team not willing to relocate. But again, I mean, we're all smart enough to know that Eddie Howe would have had all these jigsaw bits and pieces and all all laid out because he's hardly going to speak. He's hardly going to speak to the, the his his staff today and be like, "Do you want to come to Celtic?" And they're like, "No." Do you know what I mean? It, do, it doesn't really work like that. So, how how are you feeling, Francis? Well, it's it's been a tough eighteen months for the pandemic and stuff, Stephen, and you're starting just. Restrictions are easing, you're getting pubs open, getting gigs open. It's Friday and Celtics fucked it, haven't they? They've just put us right in a downer for this weekend and for God knows how long. But yeah, totally agree with what you're saying about the backroom staff and stuff. It's Eddie Howe, when he had these meetings, like the well publicised meetings that he had with Dermot Desmond, and obviously were led to believe there was a deal agreed in principle. The statement states to say that it looks like he was going to take over. Maybe, well, as it stands, it would have been fairly soon. But yeah, like you say, there's no way that he's said to date his backroom staff, these guys, right, well, up the road to Glasgow, and they said, no, like, 
you'll speak to these guys weeks and weeks ago. So, like Celtics, Celtic and Eddie Howe, I surely knew weeks and weeks ago that that this is this deal wasn't happening. I mean, I appreciate that obviously there'll be negotiation, I feel like, with the backroom staff, but I don't think it would have been hard to negotiate contracts because you weren't asking backroom staff to come up and work under a manager they've never worked with. It was the guys that Eddie Howe wanted, so I just... Ah, it's, something doesn't sit right with it. Because I was, like what John was, I was I was off the impression it was just when and not if, but yeah, it's, I'm looking like I've got, I've got egg in my face right now. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I sent down a picture to the group chat probably around one o'clock saying there's been a, a whiff of maybe this falling through. And obviously at that point, it was just one one anonymous uh, kind of Twitter account and I just put it in for a laugh really and he's all palmed it off. But again, that gathered momentum over over the course of this afternoon and finally it was confirmed by multiple news out, outlets, William, that this has been, this, the talks of clubs suddenly come out with a statement, which is actually very unlike them, to be honest. I was half expecting them not to give us anything. And you made a good point in the group and I want to come, I want to, come to you there for this. I never really thought about it. They put out the season ticket renewals two days ago. I believe, like you believe, they knew this was happening and they wanted a head start. Well, not a head start, but this was trying to get a few sales anyway of season tickets. Uh-huh. Definitely. It's no coincidence that it's a matter of days. It's not even two days, I don't think, um, that they, they started the, the season ticket renewals. Uh, this obviously didn't just come about today. <clears throat> um, I'm furious. I'm devastated and all emotions in between. Uh, I, I've been. I said weeks and weeks and weeks ago in, in this podcast that the board have strung this out this long now. That if we don't get how, there's going to be a backlash, uh, and I think that's that's coming. I'm so furious at the fact that me, like myself and you, Stephen, as well, also re- in every podcast for the past what feels like forever has been banging on about why doesn't the board make an announcement that they're because uh, before now we, like it's just sources and rumours that Howe has been in contact and, and, and got agreements in place and speaking to the club and etc etc. We've been banging on for weeks, me and Stephen especially about just give us an announcement just tell us who it is uh, and the only reason I would imagine that they wouldn't make that announcement is because um, one he is their number one target and if if all if it all falls through and it fails and they get their number two target, they don't want you don't want your number two target knowing that he wasn't number one. Um this statement today just absolutely pisses all over that uh, thought. If they can announce that today and that statement, why was this not announced however long ago? And I'm sick to the back teeth of hearing about this whole background stuff mitigating circumstances and they need to watch these like you are saying, there's no way that two months ago or whenever it was he first got in contact, he's not speaking to these guys to say, what do you think? Would you think you'd be coming up here or what? <laughs> to drag it out this long, it is just beggar's belief. Honestly, it's just, but you can't, I mean, what do you expect for this board? See, when you just thought this season couldn't get any worse, <laughs> you get smacked in the face for that today. It's ridiculous. And now, where are we? We're talking about, we were talking about in the last few weeks about how we are, we're only however many weeks away from Champions League qualifiers. We need to get how and we need to get him working. Now we're no, like what names are out there? Who have we got? We don't even know where we are now. It is ridiculous. We're in this situation. I can't believe we're in this situation today. I can't believe it. 
I'm like I know I, I've always banged on about the fact that uh, I don't believe it until I see it and the rest of it. And I just like the other guys. I thought there was too much clout about it. There was no other names getting banged about. It must be how's going to be coming in, uh, and hopefully he's working behind the scenes and etc. Now where are we? We're up Shit Creek without yeah. a pass. See, That's just the- to touch on that, they like to sort of back wall it up. Well, to touch on one of one of those ones with the sort of first choice. Like, I think whoever we go for next. It's, they know they're not first choice because I think probably the last six weeks there was bookies weren't even taking bets on the next manager. So, like the the guy that we go for next knows totally he's not even he was even close to being number one choice. Well, this is my point. So why not uh, two months ago do you say, listen, guy, when we're all screaming out to the board, give us something, give us something, and we get uh, told, listen, you'll find out in due course when you yeah, when yeah. you when you when you you'll know when you need to know. Why yeah. in that time are they not going? Listen, we're speaking to Eddie Howe. We're ongoing uh, talks. There's issues between like staff, background staff, or whatnot. We're we're trying to iron these things out. Um, as soon as anything comes through, we'll let you know. Mm. So, I, and, and if they didn't put that statement out today, I would then at least think you know what? At least well, but they put that statement out, so that just absolutely ridicules everything that they've done by trying to keep it all quiet anyway. Yeah, it does. And one of one of the most horrible things for me is to try to piggyback season ticket sales for a day and a half off the back of people believing that Eddie Howe was going to be the next Celtic manager. And that for me is disgusting. There, there was no clarification. And then obviously it's been broke by a source. And they've basically had no choice but to come out and clarify where they are and what situation they're in. And I'm much in the, the agreement with you, William. Back in two months ago, three months ago, we were all saying, give us something, give us a snippet. Even if they come out and said, we're interviewing three candidates, they're all excellent choices. Then you could turn around the day and go, Anyhow, maybe didn't work out. We've got two, two candidates on the same level that they interviewed at the same time. But it's second or third choice now because many believe that Maresca was a second choice and he's away to Parma, John. And I, I know you've got feelings about this and I want you to earn them tonight. I really do want you to give it both barrels because the Celt- me as a Celtic fan, I'm absolutely sick to the back teeth of this board treating us like shite. And it's, to be honest, it is like shite. And it's not an overreaction on my part. I just firmly believe that we've been treated like we are customers now to them. You've seen with the fan forums, with the fan meetings, it's all we're entitled. You shut up and take what you're given. This is what, what direction we're going in. We get no say, John. And tell me how you're actually feeling. What What's the gut telling you? Uh, the, the exact same, Stephen. Honestly, I'm sick. Absolutely sick. Yeah, the current Celtic board. We've They've been treading a very fucking thin line for a number of years. I mean, you could say it really started to... The, that started to boil when all the stuff about Rogers came out, um, they were sort of undermining Rogers, going behind his back, signing people without his knowledge, um, no signing pl- targets that he wanted, scrimping our pennies uh, and, t- and transfers. And the, like you say, is the, the way they've just conducted themselves this season, there's been next to nothing coming for the club. It's just been pure silence. You've come through what was supposed to be, or widely expected to be, uh, a fantastic season. It wasn't even the fact that we, there wasn't even a challenge. It, it has just been abysmal start to finish. Um, we discussed all that in the the, the podcast we done last night about re- reviewing the season. Um, but then you get to this, and like like William said, like Francis is saying, like you've said, and I'm pretty sure most people are in agreement. There should have been something mentioned months ago, right? There should have been something said, but again, the board at their absolute best just remained silent. 
and then it comes out, season ticket renewals come round, and then, like you say, two days later, the just before the weekend, on a Friday, just before the imminent or expected or widely reported uh, announcement of uh, uh, Eddie Howe was to be made the weekend prior to that, they come out with this. And like you say, that statement comes out and says, we did approach Howe, why did we not get... If this, this is stuff that's been reported for a while now, and that's the first I've even mentioned it. And the, the, the timing of it is absolutely disgusting. And like you like you guys say, and, I, and I'm in firm belief of this, there's absolutely no way in hell that after the, con, that after the discussions took place, as they were reported months ago, where how that he's not had that conversation with the guys he wants to bring up here. And he would have known well in advance, and we would have known well in advance what their position on that was. So to try and pin the blame, well, I mean, we say that, we, we can only go off what we're hearing, right? Uh, the Celtic statement itself just says, out with Eddie's control and their control. We don't know what those circumstances are. Again, statement came out, mentioned something that we already knew anyway, uh, and then the rest of it was just very fucking vague. And the, the again, the lack of clarity, the, the, the just absolute contempt that they're treating the fans with it's ridiculous expecting fans to pay out on season tickets some of them have done it on the back of like he says Eddie Howe expecting to come in as manager and I mean the Green Brigade actually got a lot of flack they came out and they've, they, they turned out and says just hold off on getting your season ticket renewals anew because they clearly as we, we knew anyway they, they don't trust the board and I think we, like, we all kind of had thought that it was a done deal but they were wise enough to say, look, cod back because nothing's been announced yet. And honestly, the, we, Celtic fans collectively can't stand for this any longer. There has to be a backlash. The board have to fucking go, as far as I'm concerned. Every one of them. Yeah, another thing that, that frustrates the life out of me about all this as well, right? And I am, like, I, every podcast I'm banging on about, I, mean, I am Eddie Howe's biggest fan. I think I thought he would have been an absolutely perfect fit for us. But we're Celtic Football Club. So see, two months ago, when we were in, in that statement, let me just get this statement, sorry. Uh, Eddie Howe, with the belief that he would be an excellent candidate for the position of Celtic manager, we allowed time for the process, given he previously made it clear he was not looking to return to management until the summer at the earliest, right? Now, I know you're talking about all this contractual nonsense, right? See, at that point, two months ago, whatever it is, and he's your number one target. This is Glasgow Celtic Football Club. Right, there's your contract. You're our number one target. We want you in. We want you. You can have full control, all the rest of it, blah, blah, blah. We'll iron out these details. But we've got a Champions League to look, uh, Champions League qualifiers to look, for, uh, look forward to very soon. We need to get cracking. We need to get... Oh, no, no, no. Um, uh, sorry. I, I can't. I'm not going to take over to the end of the season. Right, you know what then? Move on. Do one. We'll find somebody that is committed and welcome to the club. The fact that we've did it on Eddie Howe's terms is baffling to me. As much as I wanted him as a manager, you need somebody that's committed to the club. And it seems like he's taking the piss a bit, to be honest with you. I know everybody's saying that the board, and I, I totally agree 100% the board are, are, are banging the wrong, but Eddie Howe needs to take a bit of flack here as well. If he's, like we say, there's he, he, there's no way that he's came to the day and he's went, oh, by the way, my staff are keen on coming up now. That's why not. The wife doesn't fancy it. They should have been at the time, sign this contract, now, see how it was all agreed and fucking verbally agreed or whatnot? Get this signed. You're coming in at the end of the season. Let's get it all done. If not, 
I'm not hanging about for two or three months. Let's move on. We'll find somebody else. And there you go. We're talking about Maresca was a second favourite. He could have been a good candidate. He's gone now. And Listen, where are we see, now? See, I, I, I appreciate what you're saying, William, right? But that's essentially pointing the finger at how and saying he's to blame. He's strongly covered along. See, if you read between the lines of this statement, like you mentioned, see, if you look back, you had these discussions with how so many months ago, right? There was an agreement in principle that it would take uh, over the position at the club. Now, at that current point in time, you would fully expect that discussions would have taken place. How would I say is, I want so-and-so to come with me. Um, I'm, I'm happy to come up to manage Celtic with certain assurances being made. Celtic have obviously agreed to that in principle as well, right? So Eddie's been like, in the firm belief, right, okay, so this is what's going to happen. You expect then Howe's had these conversations with these backroom, uh, the guys he wants to bring up. And one of two things has happened here. Either Howe has then come back and says, look, uh, it's not going to happen. This And this would have happened a while ago. I can't imagine they've waited this long to say this isn't going to happen. And, and it's put Celtic in an absolute shocking position and they're just backtracking now. Or it, it's something else has happened closer to this time where Celtic have then went to them with some form of contract and certain things have been changed now. If you look at this board historically, what they've done with Rodgers, what they've done when it comes to signing players, the fact that Peter Law uh, was taking the role a uh, de facto director of football and was signing players behind managers' backs, the fact that it's been reported as well, uh, like I say, we don't know the ins and outs of everything, right? But the you're reading stuff that just absolutely... It's disgusting when you read it because they're talking about it. May, what was one of the things that I mentioned, and this is one of the things that absolutely infuriates me, is that one one of them says that one of the the terms that he didn't agree to, apparently, was that he didn't agree with the list of transfers, the targets. This is a guy who you would have suspected Celtic would have says you get you 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 can bring in your own staff, you can bring in your own guys, you can assess the team, sign who you want, right? To suggest that the deals it's kind of deals have broke down, the talks have broke down, off the basis that potentially it doesn't like the transfer targets would suggest that Celtic board at their absolute best continue to want to be puppet masters, the manager just in place so that they can just as a face for the club while they continue to run everything in the back. And again, that's undermining your manager. And Eddie Howe, if that is the case, Eddie Howe's got absolutely every right to tell him to get to fuck because absolutely no manager worth their salt is going to come to Celtic if that's the case. And now we're in a position where we're, we're about to hit next week, we're, we're hitting the 1st of June, right? Lennon's been out the job now for nigh on, what, coming up on, what, 100 days? Uh, nearly three four months. months. Four and months. we've had... Absolutely, he haw Everything's been over the back and in the firm belief that Eddie Howe was a man. Celtic claimed that they've waited. Look, I'm, I might be getting my words muddled up because I'm absolutely fucking furious, and I'm not going to apologise for the language either. Because good job, because you're I'm just telling quite a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it, it, it absolutely sickens me. And now we're in a position where we're going to make a rushed appointment. Uh, or at least it feels like that. I, I don't. I don't have any sort of confidence that Celtic had a plan B, and they've absolutely shot themselves in the foot at this I, point. I, like he says, I, I well, think, you, something should have been done months ago. And I who's this guy? Sorry, well, John. Sorry. Sorry, Franny, I'll let you. No, keep going. No, no, keep going, keep going. But then it's like immediately after that's announced, oh, the bookies got Evans' favourite, some Australian manager, Angie Postecoglou or whatever his name is. 
I've n- never heard of him. He's been the, the Australian national manager, but other than that, at club level, he's done absolutely hee-haw. And my point, my point there wasn't about like I, I, I wasn't blaming how I said he needs to take some of the flack if that's the case that he's came back and went. You know what? This isn't for me now. My point was that the board have been so naive yet again. At that point, when he, they've said, right, okay, well, well, let's get an agreement in place, it should have been, no, 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 wait a minute here. We're, we're not doing this on your terms. We're, we're the club. We want you. You're our number one target, and we want you in here, but we need commitment. We're, we're, we're two months away for Champions League Court. We need to get this all sorted in place, not a, you know what, we'll wait We'll wait a bit for you, and then look at what's happened now. We're up shit feet, like we said, and we're looking at some manager we're not, none of us have even heard of. Uh, to be honest with I'm in firm... Uh, but I'm in firm agreement with you there. I think this has dragged on for too long, and we've spoken about it before in the podcast. Me, especially being focused, obviously don't want to go into it all night because I did say that he wouldn't be manager, but again, I wanted him to be manager. But this dragged on for ages, and I said we said before, Celtic can't wait in any house. Celtic need to make the move because the longer this goes on, as John rightly alluded to, we're coming up to the first of June. Neil Allen's been the job what four months now. And we're no further on. We're actually probably backwards because we've lost our plan A and we're scraping around for a plan B. And Francis, I, I, I don't know how, what you're feeling. And John made a fantastic point in regards to the transfers. And it seems like, again, the board want to be hands-on with all these transfer targets. Here's your list. This is what we can afford. This is all you're going to get. And we've seen players being approached in pre-contracts like Liam Shaw, Liam Shaw, Kyle Joseph, but that one didn't go over the line. And the likes of bids being turned down for strikers at 6.5 million. This all points to the wrong kind of thing that Celtic need to be doing right now, Francis, surely? Yeah, well, obviously it's, I've got quite a look stupid because I was a firm believer that Eddie Howe was maybe behind the scenes and sort of that. But I just, I think it looks, it looks much like what John touched on and stuff that maybe it is the board that's doing it, it's not Eddie Howe, but like, to kind of touch on something that William said about him coming in, and I had no issue with him coming in at the end of the season, but I think what the statement says is, and I argued with yourself, especially Stephen and William, you always were batting on about, give us something, give us something. I was like, I was always the one saying, uh, maybe they can't for contractual reasons, but that statement to me says that they knew they had an agreement made of how ages ago, so they could have made a statement yeah. like these two were asking for. They could have made that statement, so I suppose I'm too used to an apology on that one. <laughs> and, uh, but it's, uh, it's... I mean, we're too... What is it? We're due back for pre-season in the 17th of June, and we don't know... We've not got a manager. Like, the manager we, as we thought we had is... Like we said, is he's he's not coming. It's Obviously, this was weeks ago they knew this, and to me, that's the new guy that's been somehow number one. Well, he's obviously not number one, but the favourites. If, if we bring in somebody in the next three, four days, that's just total panic, total panic. And it's yeah, it's not a nice place. I mean, I listened to a bit of the Celtic State of Mind uh, reaction one earlier, and it was before the Celtic statement. And Russell Boyce actually made that. Well, at the time, I thought it was a good point. Maybe it was Donald McKay calling Eddie Howe's bluff. And just saying, look, no, we move on. Like what we touched on, we move on. If you didn't want to come in, we move on. Call his bluff and see what happens. But obviously, it's not like that. I mean, it could have a wee hint of that. Maybe Dominic McKay Celtic can maybe try to act a wee bit like a big club again. Maybe they have just said, look, this is if you if you can't get your guys in, we'll get guys in. But 
or go, but I appreciate that's not really the way you should work. But maybe Don McKay has said, is, look, it's went too long. We're going elsewhere. But I, appreciate, I think I think the new... I do now with the statement and stuff, it's, and the stuff that you're sort of... I appreciate it's just rumours that you're going to... You're kind of going on why the deal's not went through. But yeah, it's, it's a deal, I think, was off the table a couple of weeks ago, minimum anyway. It has to have been... Yeah. And the fact and those, that that statement was so vague as well that they can't see if they, if if you were confident that you the reasons why it fell through, come out and tell the fans why they 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 deserve that. They're yeah, owed that. See if it, see if it was just simply backroom stuff or family reasons. Aye. Even or then even just us. say just say family reasons. But see the fact that they've no and the fact they've been again so fucking vague with uh, the information that's coming out. It mm. just te- it just absolutely stinks, and it tells me this that one's a lot deeper. Th- I just always go back. I think the statement just looks at saying we never had Eddie Howe. It was all, eggs in all one basket with Eddie Howe, which I've, to an extent, no real issue with. But it's I where are we going? Well, look at the position we're in now, folks. And as me and William discussed at the start of the show, we're up Shed's Creek without a paddle. And mm. as, as you said there, Francis, if we make the appointment now in the next three to four days, it is panic. The guy linked with the job. Um, what is it, Andy Palescolo? Uh, I'm going to try and say it. He's Australian. He hasn't really got any good management pedigree. He's managed the Australian national team. I think he's managed in Yokohama in Japan at the minute. And it's it's like, where did they get these? Do you know where did they get these guys it's, from? They, he wasn't even in the running. Well, I don't exactly. understand. Back two, three months ago. How can you be in advanced talks with a new, a new candidate when mm. you spent about two months chasing Eddie Howe? And I don't even think you had advanced talks with him. What's going on, man? Again, that just contradicts everything they've said because to be in advance talks with somebody means you've approached them days exactly. ago. Exactly. So they've, they've known this. Mm-hmm. And they've ta- they've they've pulled the wheel of their fans' eyes, they've taken them for absolute mugs with a season ticket renewal pish. And it's like you have said as well, it's, they've been forced to make that statement because this somebody's managed to break this story about Eddie Howe and it's obviously had well, as it's turned out, it has had it is true. So they they've been forced to make that statement. There's no just way the- that statement would have came out the day. Unless somebody broke that. What sort of circumstances a... means... What sort of circumstances is there that it's not Celtic's fault and it's not Eddie Howe's fault? Well, I don't, can somebody, I, like, can somebody give me some sort of scenario it, where it's it's nobody's fault? It could be, fa- it could be family, it could be back and stuff, but you would know that well before the exactly. day. Exactly. So you would know that before See, to be honest, guys, I think the most realistic thing here, as John said, is the transfer targets and the recruitment process, the budget, because this but background... That is Celtic's thing, fault. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Celtic aren't going to admit blame. No, you, you yeah. can't. You've got to keep safe. To be fair, to be fair. But you can you can put it you can put it like a standard statement saying that like there was disagreements on. Certain... Aye. Aye, that's what I was saying. The what? fact there's that lack of clarity in the statement. The fact that they've no came out and just detailed what the issue is. What what I'm trying to say is, guys, right? I think the whole backroom staff thing would have been sorted out when the talks first got underway. The family life would have been sorted out. Unless something tra- as tragic or ca- catastrophic in his life's happened over the last forty-eight hours, it's not either of them. The no. most glaring, the most glaring thing for me is what we touched upon: the transfer strategy, the recruitment process. Because we know, as fans, what we're facing this season in terms of rebuilding that squad is huge. And they're presenting him a, a list of targets that, that's limited in what he can spend, or it's only within the SPL. Then he's going to turn his nose up at that. And if the the board are getting involved again in trying to sign players behind the manager's back, approaching players in pre-contracts, and as John rightly said, he can he has the right to tell the board to get, do you know what I mean, go away. And yeah. it's like it's it's almost like 
how do we look to the future now when we come to you for this, right? We've seen the the new manager or the advanced talks guy, rumors led to believe who's the favorite is this Australian. Does anybody excite you out there? Are no people are saying Nuno Experia Santo from Wolves? I mean, that would be the, the one for me. I mean, obviously only because of what he'd done at Wolves and his pedigree as a manager around Europe. He's an exciting prospect. But this board are just incapable of even looking in that direction. Yeah, I honestly think I've, I've, it worries, worries me so much. I think the likes of Nuno, the likes of, he's, I, wouldn't, he, I don't think he would ever come to us. I think rules, rules, and money, and Europe, and and that English Premier League is a far better looking prospect to somebody like that. And I think then coming to us, I think he's too big a name. I think, um, yeah, it's not looking good. Callum Davidson probably. Honestly, <laughs> oh. see, see, be honest with you though. I swear that, to God, see now, that... fucking just bring Bob the Builder in or something. I don't care who it is. I just want a fucking manager in the door. By the way, it's a wall. It builds a wall that would sort of defence. That's true. Just get somebody through the door, man. Look at what Francis has said there, right? And he, he is right. He'll build a good defence, right? But in terms of like, I don't know if we're all about Bob the Builder or Callum Davison, but that's the type Bob of the All right, fair enough. This is the names that after Eddie Howe, something you're left with, the likes of uh, Jack Ross, Callum Davison, this just random Australian dude that's come out of nowhere. And John, John Kennedy's 21. I, John Kennedy. John. Can we look forward here to an exciting appointment, or do you think we've missed that boat with Eddie Howe? I've, I don't. I, I, it's probably very likely been missed. Uh, we know there's still a couple of big names out there who have name clubs at the minute. Whether or not they would even contemplate coming to Celtic, especially if this board are putting so much restrictions on uh, transfers uh, and everything else, then it, it's highly unlikely. But if this board have any shred of credibility left, if they have any chance it's sort of getting fans even remotely back on side, and I'm talking like even way a, a, a top-class appointment, it's, it's going to be a, a minute improvement in terms of the relationship between the, the fans and the board. But it's going to have to be, because anything other than a, a top appointment is just is a disgrace. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm firmly in agreement with you. But like William says, the, the chances of him coming to us are slim to none. But Nuno would be the guy I'd be chasing. And I'd, I'd be screaming, I'd be fucking screaming at Dermot to get his hand in his pocket and actually day saw him for a change. This is what I was talking about weeks and weeks ago, about how I said that the board, if they don't get how in, they've majorly, majorly fucked up because it's been strung out so long. See, way back when, weeks, four, 46 weeks after... Maybe right, four weeks after Lennon left, for example, and they came out and they said, "You know what? We tried to get how, um, we didn't get him. We've we've managed to bag a Maresca or a Lampard or something. Even not, none of the names excite me, but at least it's we've we've gotten in and done the business. Now it's been strung out so long. Everybody's expecting how. I think if how was announced this week or next week, all would have been forgiven." We've got the man that we want, this man manager, he can motivate these players, the guys that are looking to leave, he, I, I feel like he can motivate them to stay. Uh, and now we're left with, what, what, listen to what we're talking about, Callum Davison, what a job he's done, St Johnston, what, like, you've got to say, what a job, but these aren't the guys that we're looking at. Yeah. This is Celtic Football Club. What, is, like, what the hell is going on at a club? We're winning trebles for fun. And then all of a sudden... 
What the fuck, man? I can't get a manager. Aye, uh, that, that's what I, I was going to come to you there, Francis. What do you think we can look forward with any optimism? Well, I mean, I would touch on the year two thousand and the year two thousand sixteen. The board needed to make big statements, and they did. But the nah, honestly, that's the whole Eddie. Eddie Howe would have been a big statement, not to the level of a Brendan Rodgers or a Martin O'Neill, but it'd have been a big statement. It was arguably the biggest name we realistically could have got. I think that was available. Like William and uh, John just touched on, you know, Espero Santos, great man. I would, I would have him in a heartbeat, but I just it's, just for the nah, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's it's just not going to happen. That's like William touched on the money and stuff down there. The lure of the Premiership, unfortunately, just outweighs the sizes what Celtic is as a club. But I still believe we should, we still should have the power to bring someone in of of note. But just the way it's going now, where the board have backed herself into a corner with this whole, like, well, their eggs in one basket with Eddie Howe. And I just, we're going to either end up with this Greek Australian boy or maybe even be your guy Chris Wilder that you put in the, gri- the group chat. Maybe there was something behind that pink mini Lenin uh, that we've seen. Uh-huh. By the way, I'm, I'm going to be honest here. Like, see, at this point, I'd take Wilder, the baller. Nah. I would. Because, I mean, he didn't do a bad job at all. He, 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 in uh, fact, he done a relatively good job considering I mean, the circumstances. He, he spent forty five million and all of it burning me <clears> in Bristol. <laughs> Listen, you can't be right all the time. Five, but, but, I mean that was well rang. And you, you look down at the prices as we've touched on before. The prices, you're you're paying over inflated prices anyway, because yeah. the, the, the it's ridiculous. I mean, how much did uh, Hingway? How much was John Stones worth? Oh, jeez, about fifty. Fifty million. He's not even worth a ten percent of that. Yeah, and just uh, but, guys, guys, just before we wrap this up, obviously it's the reaction video to the Eddie Howe news today. We're going to come to each of you individually, and I want you to give me a quick fire name of who you would take now as Celtic manager. With it, obviously, try and make it realistic. But if you you want to say your preferred candidate, fair enough, because we know what the Celtic board's like. I'll come to yourself, John. Who who, who would you go for? I'm going to. Uh, I want Celtic to push the boat, put money behind it and then try and get the likes of a Nuno in but if we're being realistic and a player, a manager that we were linked to I think Favre is still available as you know That's a good shout What about yourself Francis? Yeah I kind of just echo Joe if you were really wanting the board obviously need to make a statement to try and get some sort of faith back in the fans so a guy of the LK <coughs> excuse me you know Spiro Santos would be that but I don't I don't believe we'll get that I mean I Lucien Favre would excite me. But even, like Potentially a Frank Lampard would excite me. Jesus but I, I believe a Frank Lampard would be more just simply... Oh. It would be an English sort of a I'd rather, like, game show, I feel like, just Lampard against Gerrard. But it, I mean, he never done the world's worst job at Derby or uh, Chelsea, but yeah, it wouldn't be top, but it's, we're talking realistic targets here at the end of the day. What about yourself, William? Oh, none of them. Uh, honestly, there's not one name there that excites me in the slightest. I'm looking at the bookies' favourites in front of me right now, and there's not one. I think we're going to end up with Kennedy or Keane. Oh, Jesus, don't say honestly, that. I think, see, honestly, see if that happens, I expect every Celtic fan to protest peacefully, might I add, <laughs> at Celtic Park to get this board out. But, and to the, people, to the people who are listening to this and 
it's a reaction uh, podcast to what we're seeing today. I'm sure you can appreciate passions are running high between all of us. There, there was bad language, and we do apologize for that. But again, it can't be helped with the passions that are running high. And I don't know about you guys. I'm going to go and sink myself into a case of beer and chill out for the rest of the night and hopefully <laughs> wake tomorrow morning with a brighter mindset if you can, or maybe a sore head. But John, what's the plans for the rest of the evening? Don't know. You boys about to go to the pub. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go and hibernate and uh, just somebody wake me up when we've got a manager and then I'll fucking maybe put a smile on my face. As Green, as Green, well, as, as Green Day said, wake me up when December ends. Was it Green Day that sung that song? <laughs> I think it was September, like, but ah, <laughs> can we just, John, just cut that bit out, eh? Just, <laughs> just, just make it like I went away somewhere. Listen, it's a remix, it's alright, it's fine. Aye. Aye. And to everyone who's listening, I mean, we're all in the same boat here. It's what we heard today, this stuff is coming out of Celtic and reports we're hearing. It's just disgusting, really, and we'll find ourselves back to square one. And until we speak again on a regular podcast, as I always say to you all, stay well and keep safe. Hail, hail.